Welcome back to the number one illogical, unbiased podcast in the world. That's right. It's your boys at the Casual Fan Podcast. Starting off, it's me, Timmy Lewis, a.k.a. the white COVID-13, because I'm running hot, I'm running clogged, <laughs> and uh, just not feeling good at all. But, you know, i got to bring it to the people. And as always, I'm here with my uh, with my main man, my sidekick. I am the black, the darker Jay Williams. Uh, because uh, my Patriots are like the bike and I am like Jay on the bike going in for an accident. That's what it feels like. Yep. It may be still too early to do it and it's been 20 years or 30 years already, whatever, but yeah, had to do it. How you going, man? Throwing shots early at my boy, Jay Will. I'm I'm doing all right, man, other than being all clogged up in the head and uh, getting things shoved up my nose and throat. Other than that, I'm doing pretty good, man. How you been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports-wise, um, <clears throat> not not that great because uh, we're we, our, our Patriots have turned into like a Pinto or a Hyundai XL from the nineties. Um, I don't know what's going on, oh, yeah. but uh, but then everything that's going on in the states right now is just whew, I don't know what's happening there. So I don't know. Ugh. We'll see. What, what we'll a see. soap opera! What a soap opera happening over there oh, at the moment. Far out. Don't know what's going on, man. It's mayhem. Who would have thought we'd be happy I, for I the? Learned... Sorry. I was say I made a comment to a mate uh, today, and I and I said, you know, put put the title the OC Chuck Melania in with a coke habit, and she turned out to be a stripper twenty years ago, and I'd watch that show. I'd buy that box set. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's it's yeah. I don't know what's going on. It, I remember someone said that the Australian um, prime ministership was like a party joint because it just got passed around after a couple of puffs. I'd take that any day over the mess that's over there right now. So yeah. Uh, 100%, 100%. Okay, well, that didn't mute. (laughs) Uh, That's all good. That's all good. We'll work it out as we go. Um, So, yeah. Well, I mean, you said you've had a bad bad, uh, week in sports, but yesterday must have been pretty good for you. Oh, oh, look, you know what? uh... Well, expect the, yeah. I mean, that was like, I'm watching it, and then I was like, you know, typical... uh, Tim, uh, one thing about Tim and I, we are both superstitious. So I'm watching it. And then every time I watch a game and something goes wrong, I'm like, nah, turning it off as if I have an impact from however thousands of kilometers away I am. I'm just going, nah. It's real. It, it, I, yeah, I think it is real. And I'm just watching it. Nah, I'm not going to watch anymore. They score a try. I come back. New South Wales scores their try in the second half. I'm like, I'm done. I'm gone. And then with 40 seconds left, I thought, oh, that's plenty of time. Um, oh, sorry. I thought oh, the time's going to run up by, by the time I log in. I click it, turn it on, and it's New South Wales just before they ended up obviously losing the game. And I'm just there going, oh, yes. Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're going to score. I thought they were going to score. And then next thing you know, it's like yeah. they, we got luckily, we got called that um, they, he called the game off. I thought you guys got the ball out. Um, yeah, I... I I don't know what happened there. It, it looked like he blew the whistle three three seconds early. The clock on Channel Nine looked like he he blew it like a second early. I don't know. I think he knew it was it was just going to turn to a shit show. So I think he just uh, thought, look, New South Wales yeah. aren't going to score here. They've had their chances. Let's just uh, Jeez, let's wait, just what, call it off. Good lord, here we go. I guess someone's voting out this way. Well, I hear right. the sirens. Yeah, I hear the sirens. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah. No, nah, look, that was good. In in sports wise, yeah, like 
I think, yeah, today because of just everything that's going on overseas, I just totally kind of forgot what happened yesterday in a sense because I was like, no sports on today, nothing to really watch. So I was just like, I kept watching it. Then I kept getting annoyed because you never know what's who's speaking the truth. And then I was just like, nah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to watch some Boston Legal, watch my boy Alan Shaw, the GOAT, Denny Crane, go to Ooh. work. And yeah, that was my, that's what, that's my go-to show at the moment. That and the OC when I'm oh. trying to get the girl into that, get Christina to watch that, but yep. we'll see how that goes. Well, I have my fingers crossed for you, friend. I just finished, uh, I just finished uh, binge watching the new girl over, uh, over maybe 10 days. And uh, now my life has no meaning anymore. So all I've got to do is do this podcast and go to work. So let's make the best of it, eh? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, so what uh, we got? Right, let's get into the NBA. And uh, this week we're going to talk about the uh, the free agency and the trade rumors happening in the NBA at the moment. Uh, we've got a list of uh, potential free agents, but we'll talk about off the top of our heads before I have to go to the piece of paper. And uh, let's talk about your boy, Gordon Haywood. He's, yeah, well, uh, mm. he's got a he's got a player option. Yeah, and he's he's set to make something. What is his player options for about thirty mil? Yeah, it's thirty four million dollars. Oh. But um, I think that that Beantown is finished with him, and uh, mm. from what there's been rumors going around, one was by Ryan Rosillo, who is a who is an avid listener of the Casual Fan Podcast. He's also a guy that does some oh, work. Yeah, he with, loves it. Yeah, he he does some work with. Bill Simmons and um, and uh, rewatchables and stuff like that. But no, he was saying that he reckons that Hayward wants out, probably going to opt out maybe, mm-hmm. which I'm not upset about. Um, if he does opt in, then they'll trade him, I reckon. I mean, look, he, he played well last year. It's just, unfortunately, he just had in- injuries at the worst time. You know, he averaged, what, 17 points, 6.7 boards, four assists, shot nearly 40% from the three-point line, 50% from the field. Problem is though, he's come from the main guy and now he's the fourth option. Um, yeah. And if if Marcus is clicking, he's a fifth. So it comes down to, um, you know, what does he want to do? I, I think it fits the team well, but I'm not upset if he goes and we get a big and another guard or something like that to fill, fill in that spot. I think um, I would like to have another guard purely that uh, as a means Marcus Smart comes off the bench. But... Um, and if we get a big, that'll be great because that means Tyson's second option is going to be awesome. So yeah. then, yeah. yeah. So I just don't want Tyson playing the five because it just showed on like pick and rolls and, and anyone that attacked the rim. And he's athletic, but he's just not tall enough. So, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, Tyson is uh, in the second unit. If he can work on a more consistent jump shot as well, like that's going to help. Mm. And he can hit the three. He, I'm like just you. not enough. Yeah, just needs a bit more consistent. He, he, not really consistent this year. Mm. And as you said, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's a first option setter. I don't think he he shouldn't be run, he shouldn't be running with the first team. Um, Gordon Haywood. I don't think he's got an ego. I think he's a pretty level headed guy. He loves Brad Stevens, but uh, at the same time, I think he realizes that the other guy in his position, Jason Tatum, is. Uh, is the future of the franchise. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, opted in, but was okay with the trade talks because the team could definitely trade for him. Like if there's a team could use him, you could definitely give up two role plays to get Gordon Haywood and automatically do something yeah. with it. 
Well, I mean, I think from reading what what the Celtics are trying, they're trying to go after I think Miles Turner, and and possibly mm. possibly Oladipo as well. So what there was a rumored trade yeah. where they were looking at Hayward plus some picks, which um, Age has a, a stack of for for those two, and you know I would not mm. be upset because that solidifies our our five. And he can shoot, which fits perfectly into Stevens's offense. So, yeah. I know some some imbecile on one of the board, uh, the Boston pages, was like, "Oh, we should get Andre Drummond." Granted, he he was a uh, he yeah he was abused quickly, swiftly, and I totally agree with the yeah. abuse. Why would you get a guy? Did, did he not learn from when we had um what's his name the lefty? Oh, he played for um, I just had a mind blank. He played for um, Detroit as well. Man, it was like him and um, was it started with G? Oh, I forgot his name. Lefty. He was a lefty. He was um, yeah. I think I think he played for Detroit when Drummond was at the same time at one point. Oh, not uh, not uh, Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him. So yeah. and like he was just yeah, that, he just did not that, fit that experiment. That went really well. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, you know, when when they were introducing, him, they were talking about him, and the the, the one positive was like, oh, he can catch the ball well. Then I was like, "Oh gosh, that's not that's not probably what yeah. we need." Yeah. So anyway, yeah, no. we'll see. No. I mean, um, it's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. no, definitely, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, the other powerful uh, the, of the player options, there's there's four major ones. I feel you've got obviously Gordon Hayward. We could talk about this guy, but I think it's pretty pretty obvious he's going to stay at home. Uh, Anthony Davis is a player option, mm-hmm. but I see uh, I see Davis opting in, but he's not gonna he's not gonna take a take a long term contract. I don't think. I think he's gonna maybe go for one of those Kawhi Leonard contracts. You know, go a two year, three year, so two years plus a player option again, something like that. He's gonna watch and see what LeBron does. He doesn't want to get caught up like Kevin Love did, and now yeah. Kevin Love spent a better part of his contract with a terrible. Cavs team, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think he, he he'll. So, yeah, he's not. I don't think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll stay. Yeah, I think he'll stay. Uh, the other one I like is the Demata Rosen. He's a player option. Now, you know whether whether the the rumors are true that he doesn't like it in San Antonio or not. He's going to be given up a bit of money if he doesn't opt into the player option. Mm. So I mean, he's still, I, he still kind of seems right, eh? sticking around. He performed yeah. right, like he was like twenty-two, five and five, fifty-three from the field. The only thing is, he just doesn't, he can't shoot. So no. I mean, unless it's mid-range, score. he's got nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. When I sorry, when I say shoot, I mean yeah, outside the three or long long twos. Everything's like mid-range for him. But mm. um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he probably doesn't like it there because what is what does Chuck say? The, the the women are big in San Antonio. So you've got to get off them cheerios. They're eating them cheerios. <laughs> Victoria, definitely a secret. So, um, yeah, look, I don't know. He can go places. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I just think the numbers are a bit empty with him. He, do, he, he doesn't show up in yeah. the playoffs. Um, he probably doesn't no. like being in San Antonio because um, Pop just goes at anyone. He doesn't care. So... You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just he obviously not, speculating. He, he might, he might not be the coach for Pop because you know you've, 
you've got to buy into pop system to play for pop. And, you know, maybe mm. he doesn't like that. I don't know. We, <clears throat> it, like you said, we're just speculating. I don't know DeMar DeRozan. I've never claimed to know DeMar DeRozan. So, uh, you know, let's, uh, I, I'm sure DeMar DeRozan is going to do what's best for DeMar. So let's just go with that one. And then the other player option I think is, uh, it's interesting, is Mike Conley. He's on a player option at mm. Utah. Came off the bench this year. Um, granted, he was injured. Uh, but if he opts out, he's lo- he'll lose 34.5 mil. And I'm not sure he would get that money anywhere else. No. No, he won't. No. I thought his so contract just was depends ridiculous. On, yeah. This is, a, this, is a, this is an interesting situation because, to me, Mike Conley is a player, is a free agent, a possible free agent that could definitely help a contender's team. But is Mike Conley going to do what's best for a team, or is Mike Conley going to do what's best for Mike Conley? Well, I mean, if you're leaving thirty plus million to potentially pick up, you're not going to get. I don't think over twenty. Like no, so it just depends, you know. I, I think he'll he'll. I mean, I'd take it. Granted, I haven't yeah. made the money he's made before, but like that's a lot of money to leave on the table, knowing full well that you're not going to get that. Mm. It's a lot like uh, Drummond. I mean, Drummond's coming up with what thirty million player option. He's not getting thirty million anywhere like, else. Andre Drummond ain't. He's not opting out. He's he's taking. Yeah. Andre Drummond is all about Andre Drummond. Yeah, I mean, when you look at his stats, yeah, they're cool. You know, seventeen, fifteen, and one one point six blocks but they're an atrocious squad is it is that cleveland now yeah so yeah geez look at that team cleveland tristan thompson and andre drummond speak about space in the court and kevin love oh at least kevin can shoot the three though i guess i can't remember i I haven't seen him play for two years so um there's only so many rebounds to go around when you've got three guys (laughs) like that on the team but yeah um who, who was, uh, the, was Drummond the fourth, or you have someone else? Um, the player option is kind of personal for me because the player option is Jeremy Grant with uh, we, uh, Denver. Now, there's been a lot of talk in the Denver boards, whether it's from anyone connected to the team. I highly doubt it, but uh, there's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of talk that uh, obviously he's going to opt out because he's opted out of 9.5 mil potentially to make oh, wow. maybe... 15 yeah. to 20. Um, but there's talk about Denver are looking for him to opt out only to opt back in. So for a mm. higher payday, I don't hate it, but he's going to take minutes away from Porter Jr. again. And they've already said that they won't trade Porter Jr. So I kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm on the, I'm on the fence, you know, a, a, a place I know all too well the fence on uh, <laughs> on that on that decision so yeah. i don't know i would love to i'd love to keep him but i i'm i'm high on porter junior and if he's got to go for porter junior to get minutes and improve and become the superstar i know he's going to be then mm-hmm. jeremy we love you but uh it's time it's time to go yeah i i think um i like the upside of porter junior more to be honest yeah. i think yeah but then again Porter Jr. is still on that rookie contract, though, isn't he? Or is he coming out? No, he'll be on the rookie contract. 
He's still a rookie. He's still on the rookie. Contract. So they can still sign him for less because, like, because he's coming off that injury and he did perform well last year. But mm. yeah. But he then again, broken out and, but uh, then again, he is very, very confident in himself. So he could oh, just be like, no, nah, I'll oh, get yes, it. He is. Yeah. So Man, he's like, he is. Mm. Well, De- Denver's in a tricky situation. And uh, the last time we were, uh, the last time we had a good uh, GM, we, we let him go after he won the GM of the year. So <laughs> it's hard to say what's going to happen happen in Denver, but we've got Millsap coming off contract. We've got Plumlee coming off contract. We've got Jeremy Grant looking to opt out. We've got a lot of cap space in this next year. Mm. Uh, we've got trade assets in Gary Harris and uh, Will Barton. And I just hope that we don't go crazy and buy someone we don't need and then potentially lose Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. So, but there, that's, uh, that's, uh, what's happened here? There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for player options. And, uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. So, and who, who do you think, uh, like say, say your top two, um, your top two unrestricted free agents, who are you going with? Unrestricted free agents. Is it actually? Is uh, there anyone actually worth talking about that's unrestricted? I don't think there is. Is there? I'm trying to think. Restricted wise, you've got Brandon Ingram, but I don't. I don't see uh, the Pelicans getting rid of him. No. Uh, who else did they got? Bogdan Bogdanovich. That could be interesting in the restricted. Yeah, I'd that's be actually surprised if someone went in threw some money at him. We got we got Adrian Pacecki, aka Danilo Gallinari. Uh the cross-eyed the cross-eyed sniper yeah and then oh, oh actually montrez montrez is unrestricted on oh, no, a yeah he's unrestricted and um See, red van fleet is unrestricted but this yeah. one doesn't this i'm not concerned by this i he's going back to toronto there's no point talking about it yeah he said he'd, he'd prefer to sign with them so yeah the but let's go back on the on the montrez harold for a second that's a that's an interesting call. That's that might be whether that might be the reason whether uh, whether the Clippers decide to uh, to get rid of him uh, to to bust up the team, or do they try to go for him one more year? Uh, that's an interesting one. What's, what's your thoughts they, on Montrez? I don't think. Oh man, there's no way the Clippers will bust up that team. No, I just don't see them doing it. I don't, I don't see the point of it because it was just a bad run, bad. And I I will say that I don't think Doc is a good coach. As a Boston fan, I've seen him firsthand. And so I think with Tyloo, he'll be able to work more. He's worked more with egos, and hopefully they, um, if they, it, it'll come down to what Kawhi is going to do. So if Kawhi, if they say Kawhi, you've got to play every game, you can't take games off, you can't take trainings off, he'll be back, mm-hmm. I reckon. But if they're giving him that yeah. favorable treatment, I reckon Montrez is gone for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's so. And then yep. probably the other free agent I find interesting, and this will probably be the last one we talk about. I like Joe Harris. Joe oh, Harris yeah. is a uh, sure. is an interesting one because again, he's not going to get max money, but he's in a position where he could get you know around that fifteen to twenty mil on a uh, on a contending team. Mm. So that's a that's an interesting. I, I'm interested to see where he might go. Yeah, no, that's an interesting one too. Yeah, that's very true. He's um. Is JJ 
Do, do you know if he's unrestricted? Because I remember he signed, I think, a one-year with a second, a two-year plan with an option. Year. Yeah, so he'll yeah, be he's, unrestricted. He signs one-year deals at the moment. I think he's he'd be unrestricted. I don't think he had a player option. So okay. Yeah, I think, I think JJ is going to stay in Philly. JJ's uh, in Philly. JJ's openly come out and said that he wants to he wants to be a wants to be a leader on a young team. Oh, do you mean New Orleans or Philly? Uh, it, New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. Sorry, okay. That's why when you said Philly, I was like, what? Sorry, I don't, sorry. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Keep your yeah, ass sorry, in no, no. New Orleans, thank you. Yeah. No, and then uh, New Orleans got a Duke thing going, so maybe he wants to be the uh, the Coach K of the. Of New Orleans, I don't know. Yeah, next year they're like in, introducing a new head coach, uh, JJ Redick. Yeah, with, JJ yeah. Redick on the sideline with the clipboard. Yeah, with staff of Kyle Singler, Nolan Roberts, you know, and uh, Trajan oh, Langdon. Smith, man, get it right. Oh, who cares? Who cares? He did nothing for this bloody dude. <laughs> I, I clearly do. I clearly care. How dare you? you? Should be ashamed of yourself. All I remember him doing that spin layup against the. Against the Tar Heels before we ripped off, ripped off that W. That's all that matters. And then, and then cool. the best thing with him was when he was in NBA. After every Blazers loss, he'd be like, "Now nah, we're coming. We're getting better. We're getting better." And I just remember seeing the comments going, "Dude, you've been saying this for fifty games. Just, just move on from it." <laughs> so, you, you're getting better. I haven't even seen you in this in the squad. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, what have we got next? Uh, now we'll go on to the NFL, aka the week that was, mm-hmm. and uh, some interesting games this week. Some uh, some good ones. I'll, I'll speak from experience for now. Yeah, we'll talk about my beloved Seahawks and uh, the winner over the over the the rivals. The the current they've they've been rivals since about 2012, 2013, The 49ers. Mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was fun to watch. Oh, it was uh, I watched the second half. I. I will admit I forgot it was on. I was home. I had to have a COVID test, as uh, I mentioned at the start of the uh, the episode, and I turned it on, and we were running away with it. I wasn't. I wasn't worried. That's uh, right, because I mentioned it to you. That's yes. right. Yeah, because I was just like, "Hey, yeah, oh man, they're playing." You're like, "Wait, two, I'm such a bad fan." Two weeks in a row, you've reminded me that the Seahawks were on TV. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's how much of a fan I am. <laughs> that's right. That's why we're, that's why we're called the casual fan, Manesh. That, yeah, that's true. That's uh, you know. So, yeah, I mean, look, you no, guys, no, I was happy was, with it. That was pretty easy for you guys. I was, I was happy with it. I was there was, a, I think, our defense. You know, granted, 49ers are, are heavily injured at the moment. They're they're missing a lot of players, but. I think it was the I think it was the best game our defense played. We gave up what seven points um, until the fourth quarter. Yeah, I was about to and say. Then yeah, even in the fourth quarter, I mean, the the, the defense said Garoppolo goes out injured. They bring in the second QB. The defense just went, oh, whatever. See what happens. It could have got bad. Yeah, it could have turned into the Arizona game. Yeah, uh, but then Russ in Russ we trust takes us down. We get the thirty-seven to twenty lead, and you know, I it was it, it, to me it was over when it was thirty to seven. But yeah, that one just no, kind no. of iced the cake. Yeah, no, no, that's true. So, I mean, four touchdowns, and then unfortunately for uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Well, unfortunately for 49ers, they uh, they took three big losses again. They've lost uh, Coleman, their running back. They lost uh, 
Kittle? Oh, what's the not? Is that Kittle? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, Kittle. They've lost Kittle for for with a broken a broken foot, which they reckon he's going to be out for the rest of the season. They yep. don't see any point in bringing him back. And then uh, Garoppolo has got the the high ankle sprain, which you and I both know is not an easy injury to come back from. No, they reckon it's minimum six weeks, so he more than likely is done for the season as well. So I read that. Hundred percent. Yeah. So so, like, so that that must be nice, man. It must be nice to win. Must be real yeah. nice. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about your yeah, game, Manish? We'll talk about this. Yeah. Well, first of all, we were meant to get smacked. All right. We had, we, we had, you know, I'm yeah. reaching straight off the bat when I, I start with, you know, we were meant to get smacked. Like, automatically, I'm reaching straight away. Uh, I won't deny it. So, we went up against the, at that yeah. time, the five and two Bills. Um, Bills fans were very, very cocky for the first time in two decades because they actually had a chance of beating us. And um, and so, yeah, we went yep. in with, I think, the equivalent with COVID players. We had like 21 players out. Um, one of them being oh, Julian. Um, yeah. So with the with the COVID guys, which was, I think, nine, eight or nine players. Um, no, no. Mm-hmm. Seven players out with COVID, uh, like COVID, um, the opt-out. We had 20, 21 yep. or 22 players in total out. And so, like, uh, Gilmore was gone. Um, obviously, Edelman's, I'm assuming, is done for the season. And we had three, well, I think the first time in Patriots history, four wide receivers, none of them were drafted, all undrafted. And so, um, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. And then, look, in the end, we played well. Our defense did well. Um, I mean, we held them to 14 points in the first three quarters, and then we gave up 10 in the fourth. Uh, we started to get the offense clicking in the second and we, we pushed it down and, and, you know, we were right in field goal position and we were going for the win. And then Cam just, he scrambled, did a run and man, he held the ball with his left hand out a bit and it got punched out. These guys are like, I haven't seen fumbles this much as this year. These guys have really trained on punching the ball from behind. And so they did that and um, it went out. I just, as it happened, it wasn't, I wasn't even disappointed. Like I wasn't like, ah, I just went, well, this is what this year has been like. I just, I like, I wasn't even angry. I was just like (sighs) a big sigh and just going radio on to New York. And, you know, if at least Stidham didn't hit the field. Oh, that's fantastic. And then even, yeah, even probably the most, the best news apart from who we picked up on like trade deadline was that um, Bill, Bill Belichick comes out and says, nah, Cam's still our starting quarterback. I was like, yes, thank goodness. Because the second Cam sits, I think we're done. Like even more, we're even more done. I mean, we're two and five, so we've got no chance, but no, that was it. We played like crap. Um, Cam was all right, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, they were, Diggs killed us as well. Like digs um for Buffalo just killed us so, yeah. but anyway um yeah we weren't meant to win we we lost by we were twenty one to twenty four, but uh, in the end it is a loss and that's all that matters, and uh, let's uh, not talk about that again. I, I... <laughs> all right. I'll, no, no, I'll, you go, you I'll go. What were you going to say? Uh, what were you going to say? Feelings of the game no, out no. of it. No, no. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just, I was just, I, I, I feel, I feel bad for, uh, for, uh, Cam. 
Yeah. I almost called him Cam Smith there. I don't know why. I think I'm taking uh, withdrawals from uh, the grand final. But uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I thought Newton, Newton's had to take on so much. Yeah. And uh, as we keep talking about, his contract's not great. He's on like, what, a million dollars for the season. His whole thing is that he's got incentives, so they're win bonuses. So if any player's out there giving his all every game, it's Cam Newton. Oh, and, he didn't uh, play bad. He actually played good. Uh, it's better uh, than the, the better the than the last game. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, the fumble the fumble 100%. was painful. The, f- the fumble I'm not a Patriots fan, but the fun the fumble broke my heart. I I, <laughs> I wanted him to uh I I don't like the guy, but yeah. I feel for I feel for the dude. I I really do. Well like but that's all I'll say on that. And yeah, actually like, I'll say one more thing. Yeah. So the, the Bills are six and two. Patriots are having a, the offense is just shambles. Yeah, and he's only lost by three. So, man, know, whether you're tanking or not, you're not tanking properly. They ran around like they just won the Super Bowl after beating us. It was unbelievable the way they were reacting. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we understand that your city is trash, and we understand that there's nothing that comes out, nothing sport-wise that's good that comes out of Buffalo. So finally, you get the win. Everyone, you know, yeah. I mean, it takes 21 players out, COVID, all of this stuff to happen for you to beat us by three, and then you're acting like like you own the AFC East. It's just one season. Next season, when we reload, we're coming in with 60 yeah. mil worth of cap minimum. Like, we we will reload. So I'm not. I told you at the start of the year. I said I think this was going to be a a white a write off of a season. Cam came in, gave me a bit of hope, and then he just hasn't looked the same since COVID. This week, I think he looked better. But um, but yeah, look, I, I don't know, man. It's just it was just a. It's it, it, I remember Cam that uh, I think it was right before it. He kind of said, they asked him, you know, how are you handling. He goes, he goes, losing here is not tolerated. He goes, so Cam Newton, yeah. get um, step the and he goes expletive up, like that's what he said, you know. So he knows what he needs to do. So he's even taking the blame on himself, which I don't think, which I don't think is his problem. It's not his fault, but. But I mean, we can only do so much, and so I'm not going to say feel sorry for us because we've had 20 years of dominance. So I'm yeah. not going to be like poor us. I'm like this happens. We're not, you know. But it is what it is. Anyway, yep. on to the next game. Yeah, on to the next game. I'm going to talk about the uh, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, a team that I don't know. Maybe this week a loyal, casual fan listener, Callan, goes for this week because they're undefeated. The uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, over the Ravens. Uh, and interesting game. That was a good game. That was a good game to watch. But I think you were saying it before. Teams are starting to figure Lamar out, and yeah. it's not as they're not as dominant. They're still. I mean, look, they're still six and was it five and two, but. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's they're not as dominant then. But the Steelers look they look nasty. Like they look really nasty. Steelers are Steelers are scary. They they got that that defense is something to be worried about. Oh, what is a freak, man? What is an absolute yeah. freak? He's in everyone's business off the line of scrimmage. He's just he just powers through and they run a lot of misdirection um with the defense. So they'll run in like mm. they'll run like a 
I, I guess you can say, I guess a double team on defense in the sense they'll run in a blocker and then he'll like flash behind him or he'll, he'll, um, they'll get him kind of blitzing from the far outside. It's just really, really cool what they're doing. I mean, look, in the end, I hope they lose because I don't like the Steelers, but they look solid. Yeah. And I'm not, I can't take that away from how good they look. Well, I mean, you've got the friendship rivalry as well because uh, Callum's your, one of your best mates and uh, Pats and Pats and Steelers don't uh, don't get along. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, that, that's it for sure. And, and But I mean, Callum's got the lucky, like, lucky thing of, you know, whatever team is winning, he goes for. So, like, exactly, you know. Exactly. So he's, what is he called? Uh, right Royal back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, what is he's a he's a he's a Pittsburgh Cowboy this week. So, uh, uh, but Cowboys aren't doing good. So maybe he'll switch to the uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Tampa Bay. Who knows? Oh, don't but, you uh, dare! Yeah, Cal. I think I think Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson's uh, suffering from a bit of uh, Kaepernick. He's got the Kaepernick effect. Mm-hmm. You know, Colin Kaepernick had that one season where no, nobody could work him out. He could throw the ball. He could run the ball. Last year, Lamar was like a bad game for Lamar Jackson. Was he threw for four hundred and he rushed for a hundred? This this year, I think you said before he's only he's only got two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, so he's he's not Lamar Jackson from last year, and I think defenses have worked him out. And it's kind of they've been lucky that they've they've had they played the Chiefs, obviously a tough game, and they played the Steelers. Respect to that. But I don't. I think their wins they haven't. They haven't been like wins where you go, oh snap, Baltimore beat them, you know. Well, like his his quarterback rating was one hundred thirteen last year, and mm-hmm. this year it's ninety four. Yeah. So like, he just yeah. I mean, what's it? Completion percentage that's dropped six percent, but that's not much. Sixty six to sixty. But like, yeah. yeah I mean. I mean, he had 36 touchdowns last year. I don't know if that's all. If that's is that total though? That might be total. Mm. Total part. Oh no, there you go. Of course, yeah. Oh, he had seven touchdowns last year, rushing. Oh, okay. But I mean, what, how how what have we been seven games in? Yeah, okay. So we're half the season in. He had 36 mm. touchdowns last year. This year he's got 12. Yeah. So he's got a third of what he had in 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 half. So he's obviously he's not trending, and that's in a league where everyone's scoring. Mm. Except us, yeah. and, the, and the Niners, except for Stidham. Yeah, Except for Stidham. Well, let's let's talk about the Cowboys for a second, shall we? Because <laughs> I watched three games this week. I watched the second half of the Seahawks game, which was fantastic, and then I want my life. I want my. Oh, I want five man. hours back to my life because I <laughs> made the mistake of watching the Giants versus Cowboys, and what was the other? Piss poor excuse for a game this week. Didn't you uh, watch the Buccaneers? Oh, no, though? yeah, so, that was that wasn't bad. Yeah, sorry, the the Bucks versus the Giants and the Cowboys versus the Eagles. So let's talk about the Cowboys <sighs> versus the Eagles, the battle for the NFC least. Get <laughs> onto Twitter, hashtag NFL. Why do we allow you to be a division? Yeah, you are oh, terrible, man. man. Seriously, I think I said I said it to you. If we if we just decide to play division play for the rest of the season. I'm telling you right now, no team would finish over 500 in the NFC least. Nah. Like that game, like you're looking at 23-9. Wow, the Eagles must have played well. It was atrocious. It was bad decision after bad decision. Uh, I'm there with Cal. 
you, the three of us, for some reason, thought this is a good idea. Clearly, we had nothing else to do. Clearly, we should have done something else. And it was just, a tr- I mean, it's, it's funny to watch purely because, like, it's so bad. It's like yeah. one of those movies that's so bad that it's funny. But after a while, you then realize, what am I doing? doing? Like, why am I watching this? It's just not good. I, let's put it in perspective. I was watching it. And then I decided to go get a swab sticked up both my nostrils because I was, uh, <laughs> I'd rather that happen than, than watch the game. That's on me, but I mean, this, this game should have been, it should have been 60 to nothing. All right. Yeah. You've got no Dak. You've got no Andy. Cowboys have thrown in the Italian Matt Saracen <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the quarterback, Danucci, the Nooch, as he's already been dubbed by a fan of the show, Skip Bayless. And, if the Eagles had played any other team, they would have, they would have lost by sixty. It's just the fact that they played the Cowboys. It, it was oh, it was so frustrating. It like, was so frustrating. And, no player, none of their quarterbacks had over twenty uh, thirty. None of them had over thirty quarterback rating. And this is um, um previously known as Carson Welcome to and Wentz, aka now as uh, Skip calls him uh, Carson Wentz. Like Wentz. Yeah. Oh man. Like. Like Danucci was atrocious. Granted, look, first year, but man, like he, he actually had sixty yards more than um, he Wentz. Threw, he threw for more than Wentz. Yeah, like so, but like I mean, Wentz had two two interceptions. Um, Zeke killing it yet again with three point three yards per average. Good lord, hundred million dollars. Keep like, cashing them out. checks. Yeah, yeah, cash them checks, man. Like, Wentz carried it for four times and had more more yards per average. I mean, granted, that would normally happen anyway. You have, you have more chance to get higher yards. But, like, even Danucci, like, he actually, hold on. Outside of Cedric Wilson, who was uh, two carries, uh, minus 11 yards. Um, yeah, nice. Good job. Yeah, oh, anyway, anyway, let's just not talk about it. It was just, it was just horrible. Let's not give it any more time. Because- Game was terrible. I want my I want my time back. Yeah, on my deathbed, the people will sit there and say, "What's your biggest regret?" I will say, watching the Cowboys versus Eagles Week Eight of the 2020 <laughs> NFL season. Yeah, man, that, that is exactly what I'll say. Uh, and let's talk about the last game of the of the week, which really wasn't that much better. Mm. Talk about uh, Tampa Bay squeaking by, squeaking, literally squeaking. By the New York Giants, Daniel, throw it to the other team, Jones. That, oh man, if like I think you said it to me, if he could have, if he was somewhat accurate, they would have won this. Like somewhat more accurate, they would have won this by like twelve points, I reckon, mm-hmm. because their 100%. defense was playing mad. He had two interceptions, which were freaking atrocious. He get, he gets pressure in the pocket. He steps out, and then. As any other any other quarterback outside of Stidham, he goes, instead of throwing it out of bounds, he's like, oh, look, there's a player there defended by two people. I should be able to make this. Bang, interception. Bang, interception. And then I think it happens right at the end of the game. He finally throws it out, and the commentators are like, this is what you should have done last time and the last the other time before that. And then, yeah, I mean, Goat they comes in. They applauded him for making the right play. Yeah, like th- that, you know. And, like, he ended up with, like, 256 yards, granted, they went into OT. No, they didn't. What am I talking about? No, I mean, my world. no, no, they didn't because of the no. uh, 
I mean, it's it's up to you. It's up to you, really. I I saw nothing wrong with it. I don't think it was a pass interference. Oh, it was, it was soft, a late eh? throw. It was soft. If he, up, if, yeah. he, if he if he hadn't hesitated on the throw, then hey, hundred percent pass interference. But he chose to hesitate. He should have thrown it earlier. I'm okay with the call, but like it, like it, it was the first time I watched Tampa Bay where Tom Brady didn't have other than the first game of the season where Tom Brady and his receivers weren't on point. Yeah, usually, I mean, usually Tom 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 knows everything about like. He knows where Evans is going to be. He knows where Grohl's going to be. You know, he can just throw it into an area and know that someone's going to catch it. This game wasn't like that. He was throwing passes. The players didn't know what was happening. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a crisp Tom Brady game. It, you know, when you look at it too, the stats look different. But when you watch it, it looks like that. Like he was twenty eight for forty. He had two hundred and eighty yards. Mm. Um, what's it? But like when you look at the receivers, Evans. Um, Evans had like well, I'm just going averages, right? Evans had five receptions, yeah. eleven yards per per um, catch. Gronk four for ten. Um, Mickens was five for seven point two. Cameron Blake was two for seventeen point five. Tyler Johnson seventeen point five of two. Like he, when you look at it, he actually had decent numbers. But when you're watching the game, it doesn't look like it. Like it's so confusing. It didn't. It didn't feel that way. No, it didn't feel. It didn't feel like a Tom Brady game. Yeah, like, even even the season yeah. last year, like you still you still felt like you were watching Tom Brady, even though he didn't have like the same receiving core. But there's no excuses for this Tampa team because this Tampa no. offense is stacked, Stupid. and it's about to get even more stacked with the fact that Antonio Brown's coming in this week, and uh, they got someone else coming back from injury. I Godwin, his name. Godwin should Godwin. be back soon. I don't know if he's back this week, but I mean, when you've got like a wide receiver set like that where you've got Evans, A B, Godwin, then Gronk at tight end. <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. That is just ridiculous. And and, and at the running back. Yeah. yeah. You have Fournette and then backup Jones who isn't bad either. But that is just yeah. stupid. Like but this, that that's well, more than the two thousand seven Patriots when he had uh, uh Randy Moss. That's more talent. Yeah, this Tampa Bay team. I mean, we spoke about it on we were texting about it, and we were talking about how like people are playing up, like how good they are. But when you look at it on paper, all right, maybe they do have something. Like they, it's, it's a decent team on paper. Hmm. So, but what yeah. we'll do is we'll go into so with this week we're gonna we're gonna try something different. We're gonna talk about predictions. Yeah. So rather than just talking about the games that just happened, we're gonna try and help you guys win a little bit of money. Uh, if you guys want to take our predictions, <laughs> I will give you the hot tip. Uh, yep. For the last couple of months, I would tip against everything that I say because <laughs> I'm slowly becoming – we're going to take away – we're going to start a thing called the Alan Ford Tip of the Week, which yeah. we're going to get a tip from 40 and we'll tip against it. Yep. This week we'll call it the Timmy Lewis Tip of the Week, the Timmy Lewis Multi of the Week. Tip against it and you are sure – to retire early, so jeez, uh, all let's, right. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about those uh, that Antonio Brown's coming coming yep. into the uh, the offense. Saints at the Bucks this week. Who you got? I will go. Yeah, man. I can't. I can't. Can't bet against against the goat. And clearly, I'm not talking about Drew Brees. 
no, I will go with uh, Tom Brady. I think having like AB in there too just brings a whole nother level of just like, he's just going to be ridiculous. They're going to be unstoppable. And their defense is so good. Mm. Like outside of last week, but their defense is so good. Uh, I don't know. It's just something with the, with the, um, I mean, look, it depends how they stop Kamara. Yeah. So that, that's a big thing. I mean, like, so he's the, he's the big thing. If they can stop him, that will then limit, they can then run a bit more of a zone kind of defense on, on Breeze. Um, because if, I reckon if they go man on, um, then the thing is that he can pick them apart still. But if they, if they can stop the run, they can switch to a zone. Defensively, that means they can at least do a bit better. But look, I'm just saying Buccaneers. Uh, we don't, I don't think we've even talked about scores. I'm not going to, I'll just say probably Tampa by, by 10. That's what I'll do. I'm, I'm yeah. horrendous with scores. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, okay. Because uh, no one likes it when everybody agrees on everything. So I'm just going to be different. But uh, I think, like you said, I think Kamara is going to be the X factor for the Saints. He played really well this week. Yep. And, uh, you know he's coming into his back into his uh, into his form, and on the other side of things, Drew Brees and Tom Brady are currently in a battle for most touchdowns for the regular season. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady leads by one at the moment, and I don't take this as I think Drew Brees is the goat because he's not, but I I think Drew Brees is a better thrower of the football. Than say an Aaron Rodgers. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I would, I would I say he's, he's very accurate. I think he's still got it, and you know he's proved that if if he needs to, he can get that ball. The question is going to be on the Saints' defense, which hasn't been there for the better part of a decade. Um, but uh, I'm going to go the Saints, and I'm going to go the Saints by three. I reckon it'll be a field right. goal to win it. So it's the the line is minus five to Tampa. So me saying plus ten means. According to the betting stats, it's plus fifteen, right? They have to win yep. by. So I'll I'll stick mm-hmm. with that. You're saying they'll win by three, which means, yeah, I mean, you you could lose by two and you still win. But obviously, we're saying three points they win. I'll say they win by ten, Tampa. Yep. And then uh, we'll come back to that. We'll see. And what are what some of the other ones you're looking at? We've got a good one. This is a this is an interesting one. This is Dolphins at Cardinals. This is Tua versus. Uh... Uh, what's his name? Kyler he just Murray. Me up. Kyler Murray. Uh, Battle oh. of the Young Bloods. Yeah. Two. Two. didn't. Ex- he didn't exactly have a. Yeah, it was all it, right. It was all right. Yeah. I. I still would. I'd still be running Fitzpatrick if I'm. If I'm perfectly honest. But hey, Dolphins do. Dolphins do what Dolphins do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think Cardinals beat the beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks are apparently the team to beat in the NFC. Uh, it's a pretty big win. Kyle Murray looked like a superstar out there. Uh, I'm just going to get straight to the point. I think it's going to be the Cardinals, and I'm going to give them a scoreline. I'm going to go Cardinals by 14. Ooh, all right. So yeah. Cardinals, actually, the line on them is minus 4.5. Jeez. They actually, anyway, I thought that would be a bit wider than that. Yeah, look, I reckon, I think um, as much as I'd like to disagree, I, I have to go Cardinals as well. I think, uh, yeah, that that game by tour wasn't anything great. It wasn't bad. 
no. but it wasn't great. And who did they play? I forgot who they played. Um, uh, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. Before, but it was yeah. the first time. It was the first. It was the first time all season a quarterback hadn't thrown a hundred yards and won, something like that. Okay. Something, yeah. some ridiculous stat like that. He didn't throw. He. It was an average game. Like Fit, Fitzpatrick's been throwing three hundred yards a game. You benched him for a guy through for a hundred oh, less than a hundred. There you go. Yeah. So they play. They play the Rams, and <laughs> they yeah, destroyed so, the Rams. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 28, 28, 17. Yeah. I mean, the, the yeah, the, the best thing, the most positive thing that came out of this was Skip was carrying on about how Tua had more yards than Wentz at that time. And then Wentz ripped off that, you know, couple big plays and took over. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, he wasn't, I mean, his quarterback rating was 25. He went 12 for 22, one touchdown. You know, it was all right. I just think mm. Kyler Murray's mad, man. Especially after that, you remember that video I sent you where I know it, it may hurt, but the game-winning I, touchdown, how he smiled. I watched it. Yeah, he smiled, man. He's just like, oh yeah, he's open. Yeah. I'm man <laughs> enough to admit I watched it with tears in my eyes again. That's fine. That's all good. <laughs> all right. Okay. Moving cool. on. Yeah. Moving on. Hold on. What? What? You've 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 picked. You've, what's your, what's your score line? What's that? What's oh your yeah. Score line. I will say. I will say plus. 17. So two touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah, it's a fair call. It's a fair call. Steelers at Cowboys. Obviously the Cowboys by 50, right? I I want to actually look at the line. Okay, I'm I haven't looked yet. All right. Yep. So I'm I'm just guessing plus oh they won't they won't normally go massive. So I'll say plus 10. Oh minus 10 to the Steelers. What do you think? I, I I don't see a scenario. Where the Cowboys get over a hundred yards rushing or passing, <laughs> I I honestly think this is the game we're going to see a team win sixty to nothing. It's going to be bad, man. Yeah, and um, what's his name? It's not back anyway. Dalton's not back. So no, the is back in. The, the, nooch the nooch. Is, the nooch is going to get punked. The Italian Matt Sarenson is back. Oh man, well, didn't they pick up? Didn't they say they have a new quarterback? Was that him? I wonder if I'm just having a quick look oh. online because I heard oh, they someone, cut the nooch. I read somewhere they were like, um, was it seed? Yeah, I don't, I don't know where it was. I thought I read somewhere that they had another quarterback they were looking to oh. to come in, but maybe maybe I'm just wrong. So, oh no, no there I, you go. Yeah, they will start. Cowboys will start Gilbert or Rush at QB. I don't know who either one of them are. So it's, they so the nooch has been pushed back. Another two oh, spots. <laughs> he's gone back to third string, but he's third string on two other third string quarterbacks. Poor guy. Yeah, Gil- yeah, Gilbert to start. Week for um, the nooch. Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush, a QB. Ooh. So, yeah, poor bastard. Yeah, look. Okay, so what do you think the the spread is for the Cowboys game? Oh, the spread. Uh, I'm going to say so. If I say they're plus. That's how many points. Like if I say Cowboys plus, that's how many I think Cowboys are going to lose by. No, no. So when the spread is, so it, it just say it has, say Raiders Chargers, it'll say, um, okay, of course, I'll pick the one game that's even. So Texans versus Jaguars, it says Houston minus seven. So that means they start with a minus seven um, like deficit. And that's oh, how it goes. So, 
So I'm what, going to say the Cowboys are uh, uh, minus 27. No, no. So yeah. So what the way you would do it is with Cowboys, you would go plus because they would they would have the they would have the um, uh, Pittsburgh would have the negative because they're like okay. they're coming from behind, so they they get the yeah. handicap. Whoever you think's better will always be negative. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And so you're saying how much? That, Cowboys like, plus 27. No, it's actually 14. Cowboys plus two touchdowns. So that's what they're saying already. Easy um, money. I will say this will be. I'm going to try to be conservative, and this is conservative. 35 okay. point. 35 point game. Steelers are just going this, to go mental on them. This is going to be terrible. The Steelers are going to rest their secondary in the second half because this game's going to be over. <laughs> the Cowboys still are going to struggle to get over 100 yards of offense. Mm. Uh, Zeke. Zeke will play. Oh. Zeke will have three or more snaps of the ball like he had against the Philly, Philly mm. Eagles. Yep. For minus yards. Uh, yeah. There's there's no scenario where the Cowboy where a Cowboy fan's even happy this game. It's gonna be shocking. So let's uh let's move on. Let's is move that, on from America. How much we hate the Cowboys. That for a game of the week, boys. it's a seven on two versus two seven and over versus two versus six, and we're just like, yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. What's the next one you got? Ravens at Colts. Colts, the uh, the silent assassins. Yeah, well, they're um, Baltimore's minus two point five. Yep, which is really interesting because you told me a year ago that they're coming in with such a small margin versus this. Like, yeah, the Colts. Yeah, I mean, let me have a look quickly to see who they've who they've played and once. Oh, right. You know what? They lost to the Jags. Probably the only team to lose to the Jags, possibly. Um, they beat the Vikings, beat the Jets, beat the Bears, lost to the Browns, beat the Bengals, and then beat the Lions. You know what? Um, I will say the Ravens by 15 or 14. By 14. Just the, the, look at their wins. Their wins have been Vikings, Jets, Bears. Oh, Bears, I guess. Browns. This is a good one. Yeah, Browns, Bengals, and Lions. Hmm. Not impressive. Not impressive. I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm changing it. I'm changing it to ten. There you go. I'm losing. 10. Losing faith. Okay. Losing faith. Yeah. All right. We can't be the same. So I'm gonna go Ravens by. I'm gonna go Ravens by fourteen. All right. I'll take the fourteen. So. Cool. Cool. Next game, we've got the Bears who are coming off a loss, I believe. Yep. No, they sorry, they lost to the Saints, and we've got the Titans coming off two straight losses. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a good game because Titans were uh, Titans were battle for undefeated two weeks ago, mm. and now they've lost two in a row, and they got smoked last week, if I remember. I'm yeah, just having a look. They, I'm just having a they look. They got here. beaten by the Bengals. They got yes. beaten by Joe Burrows. Yeah, thirty-one to twenty. So they lost to the Steelers, which is understandable, mm-hmm. but then yeah, they lost to the Bengals, and so. Uh, they've come in. Uh, Tennessee's got a. Uh, okay, so I'll say. Okay, let's say it this way: Bears have a six-point head start. Okay. So, okay. I will say that. I will go the Titans win by. Ten. That seems to be my okay. go-to at the moment. Yeah. I'm gonna go against you. Okay. Uh, 
I'm going off the top of my head. I don't think the Bears' defense is great, but I think it's better than it has been in the past years. I think they've got a decent rushing defense, if I'm correct. I'm probably talking out of my mind. I'm probably they're probably the worst rushing defense, which means <laughs> I think that they might be able to stop Derrick Henry a little bit. I'm gonna go Miracle Falls wins the game in the last last minute. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say the Bears by seven. Nice. No, nice. no, no, no. Sorry, no, no, no. I'll say the Bears by. Uh, I'm trying to think of a uh, no, no, screw it. Bears go for it. Bears by seven. Nice. Okay, I like it. S- Seattle at Buffalo. Yep. Oh. This is a tough one because I'm a superstitious man. I never bet on my team. Ooh. This okay. Is, this is. Uh, this is this is gonna hurt. All right, so Buffalo have um, a three point head start. Yep. The thing for me is we defended Buffalo's defense, uh, their offense well. Mm. You guys are atrocious on defense. Well, yeah, have been, have been. Terrible. So I will say that the Hawks will win by seven. That's my one. We've got. We got Adams coming back. He's going to be awesome for us. Oh yeah, that's true. I think we, I think I don't know if he's playing this week, but we just picked up uh, Dunlap. Yep. Which he's going to do good things for us as well. I don't like I said. I don't know if he's playing. I love our new rookie, Reed. I think mm-hmm. his name is at the back. I think our defense is improving. I'm not going to say that we're a top 15, top 20 defense yet, but I think we're improving. Bobby Wagner is rushing the passer. Awesome. Yep. But that being said, Seattle have had so many games that we were up by 20 or we should have won by 20 and we've won by seven in the last minute. I'm going to go Seattle to win by three. Wait, I thought you don't pick your team. I'm, I'm picking them. I'm picking them. Oh. This is gonna... oh, okay. Just remember this moment. Remember this moment. All right. Oh, I'll, 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 personally, <laughs> I'll personally pay... For, no, actually, no, I'm not going to pay. Yeah, he makes way more money than I do. But yep. I will give an open invitation for DK Metcalf to come to my house and punch me in the stomach if they lose. <laughs> man, do you want to do that, man? You Looking at his size, that I would be asking for Russ to do it. I'd be like, Russ, yeah, you come I, and hit me, man. I know. That dude's so big, he might turn my keg into a flat tray. So Ooh, I might finally see what abs look like. It could work, yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Work. So that looks like the last game we'll talk about is the Pats versus the Jets. Uh, Oh crap! I forgot about that. Um, Jets still winless for the season. This that doesn't mean anything (laughs) against us. Um, We're coming in with uh, with uh, the Jets have a seven point lead. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have actually finally some help at the receiver position. It just, I don't know if Gilmore, I think Gilmore's still out. He's a big thing for me if he's out. But yeah. look, I just say, look, um, I will say the Pats by, I will say the, I've been going with 10. Do I think, I'll just go seven. I'll go the Pats by seven against the winless New York Jets. Yeah. Uh, I am saying that we are that good that we can beat them by one one touchdown. One touchdown. No, yep. Fair call. Fair call. I am going to go. I think the Pats have a decent defense. I think they have a terrible offense. And that's yep. 
That's got nothing to do with Cam Newton. That's just the fact mm-hmm. that you've got players injured, you've got nobody at receivers, you've got people out with COVID. Yep. New York is terrible at both. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Pats, and I'm going to go Pats by 14. All right, cool, cool. And I'm going to say that uh, you guys have only thrown three receiving touchdowns this season. Yeah, I think did we. I don't know if we had one last week. I don't no. think so. See, yeah, see that. I mean, just I mean, just looking at like listen to us talk. I don't even know if we had our fourth touchdown last week. It's. Just, I'm going to say Cam. I'm going to say Cam throws three touchdowns this week. Good lord, he's going to he's going to yeah. double the outtake. Yeah. Now, if there's now if you are a betting man and you're going to take my word for it. If there's a way that you can bet on it, just say Cam Newton for one plus. It'll probably be like Jimmy Butler for one plus three, which was a pretty decent bet when you were doing multis. But I think yep. Cam's going to throw three. I think uh, the New York Jets defense is terrible. But and what's the? I wonder if we run though. That's where I'm thinking. Like if we get close, to that he, he, we've got hmm. we've got like I'd be expecting to see Cam run it in. So if yeah. you're saying total touchdowns, passing and rushing, then you know that's yeah. a good idea. I mean, you can do that. I just think I think that they're they're terrible on the pass. They they got no idea how to defend the receiver. I think I just think you guys this is the game where you guys uh, get back on track for for throwing t- passing touchdowns. I'm I'm going you, with that one. You you know, the Patriots are bad when getting back on track offensively is going against the zero and eight Jets. <laughs> exactly. That's when you know we we've, we've hit a low. I stand by it. I stand yep. by it. I'm going, yeah, I'm going Pats by, what did I say, 14? Yeah, Pats by 14. All right. Pats by 14, Cam to throw three touchdowns. So that's yep. that's our predictions for the week. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So now we're going to go into a segment which we we love. It's award season. Yep. It's award season every season on the Casual Fan Podcast. <laughs> I've brought in a new award this week. Manesh has no idea what it's called no. or what it's about. And I'm fairly certain he's going to hate the name of it, but oh, no. it's my award. So I came That's up. All right. Just go with it. This week, the Sam Thayaday Award oh, for Dog Shot, Javon Wims for punching Chauncey Gardner Johnson uh, when he wasn't looking in the, uh, in the Bears versus Saints game. Yeah. It's a dog weird. shot. And it was just stupid because he had a helmet on. I don't like, you, yeah, I was watching, actually, I watched a video right after it. I went and watched, oh, fights. Like, all of them just hit the helmet. I'm like, dude, like, you're not hurting him. Like, these guys ram their helmets into other players after they get a touchdown. You doing your little punch is not going to do anything to him. And, like, you see, the, the reactions are the best. When they get hit, they're like, what did you just do? What happened? But they don't even realize. Like it's just oh, it's so dumb. He claim he claims he spit on him. Yeah, but they haven't found video. The, yeah. I haven't seen any evidence of the spit. The only way I could say that there's evidence of his of his spit, he pulled his mouth guard out. Wims literally pulled the player's mouth guard out, and maybe some saliva hit him because he wasn't. He pulls it out and then he hits him, and you just watch Gardner. He just looks at him like, "The hell?" Yeah, like- and then he and then he he squares up. And then when he realizes that he that he's got no reaction from uh, from Gardner again, he throws another one to which old dreadlocks oh, jumps yeah. on Gardner to try and tackle him. But as Jalen Rose said, 
it was an even softer move because he couldn't even take him down with a running head start. <laughs> yeah, man. I was just looking at it. Yeah, look, I love when he punched and then he stepped back, like in case he was going to hit him. And he just yeah. looked at him like, what are you doing? And then it was like, um, yeah, like when, when the spit happens, that I was thinking of uh, two incidents, Rage on Rondo with the mythical spit from, um, I think, was it Chris Paul that said Rondo spit? Yeah, Chris Paul. Or the or uh, the magical loogie in Seinfeld, um, there were the two ones I thought of when I heard the spit. So I was like, "Oh, great, here we go." But yeah, look, man, that was a, yeah. that was a dumb thing to do. That was like that was yeah, uh, such a bitch move. Got suspended for two weeks for yeah, for that congrats. bitch move. So uh, personally, I think you should have to hand in a man card because you hit the guy from behind. Uh, <laughs> plus, so you hand in a man card because you hit him from behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, another one because the guy you hit didn't even realize he was in a fight <laughs> twice and uh yeah and this and there the third one is that you you squared up when old mate still didn't even know he was in a fight so <laughs> three three man card losses the yeah. sam thigh day award i have my reasons for it being a sam thigh day award <laughs> let's move on all right uh we're gonna move on to the social media comment of the week i believe you have one for us well, I, yeah, we were um, we are in a, a group called the Zone. It is our basketball chat group, and we had a, what I believe was an outrageous comment by uh, some call him Mark, some call him Pool of Lies, other other people call him Mark Pool, and he said that Reggie Miller is it was two things. Reggie Miller is the most overrated player in NBA history, right? Mm-hmm. Right. We'll leave that alone. And that Reggie Miller, I, I think he, he might have backpedaled, but he initially said is not even a top 100 player of all time. And I think he backpedaled after that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, we have the other half of the, um, you could say the debate, Tim Lewis, both of them did research. Mark did great research of going to something and copy and pasting and uh, all writing it all out. As, as he said, he typed it all out. But Tim Lewis, research extraordinaire, aficionado. He went to, he, he was sick. He's like, what else have I got? Time to become the Reggie Miller goat. And uh, he came back with um, a lot of things. How do you, how are you feeling, Tim, still? I was... I was feeling white hot rage when I read the uh, Reggie Miller was overrated. Uh, people that don't know, Reggie Miller is my all-time favorite player. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say Reggie Miller is the all-time best player, all-time best shooting guard, whether he's even a top five shooting guard, top 10 player of all time, because that would just be stupid. Yeah. But to say that the man is uh, overrated, I have been mentioning this to Manesh all day. I have learned so much about Reggie Miller in the last 24 hours that it is, it, I've, I've taken so much information that I've lost information of my working life. I, I tried to work today and had to relearn how to do things because my, my head is just filled with Reggie Miller information. Yeah. Everything to point out that he is, uh, he's not overrated. If anything, he's kind of underrated yeah. for what he did. Agreed. My first problem with the comment, it's not even your opinion. It's Bill Simmons' opinion. Yeah. All right. And, Bill, and of all people, Bill Simmons, if Bill Simmons is going to be your go-to guy, then I feel sorry for you because I also, this, the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, 
the research I went into, Manesh, I didn't yes. just stop at Reggie. I went into a, a tangent of finding things that Bill Simmons was wrong about, uh, just in case it came back to it. And I even said to you, I, I'm going to get a lot of, uh, we're going to get a lot of hate for this, but Bill Simmons, to me, Bill Simmons is the uh, older generation NBA fans equivalent of what Nick Wright is Ooh. for the modern day NBA fan. Jeez. They're both they're both biased as when it comes to either their teams or their players. Uh, what I Bill personally ha- are you Bill Simmons, yeah, I'm- yeah. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at no, all. No. Yeah. So I'm not gonna get into what Bill Simmons has said wrong. Uh, you guys can work that out. I spent a lot of time on it, but uh, yeah. but the initial question at hand was something about who would you rather take for the mid-range, whether it was Reggie Miller or Ray Allen. No, no. So yeah, it was. I, I posted it. I said, in this year's in this form of NBA that is now, where it's three point shooting, fast offense, pick picks, and all of that, who would be better, Ray Allen or um, Reggie Reggie Miller? And I said Ray, Reggie Miller because I think he can create his shot better, he can shoot mid range better, um, and and he moves without the ball. Ray Allen himself has said that Reggie Miller is the best player he's ever watched move without the ball. Um, and that he learned what to do from him. And so you've got a guy that moved without the ball in a physical league. Yeah, the defense around the three wasn't as, as prevalent as it is now. Uh, well, not, it's not no defense now anyway, but it's just more that, yeah. like, you know, he was scoring in a league when they didn't shoot threes. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but then Pooley uh, comes back with, oh, well, you know, I'm taking, he handpicked, the one, one, see the the era, um, the time when he was incredible, which was in Seattle. Yeah, Seattle Ray Ray, over this. I'm thinking, oh well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot we can get into. We hope to get Mark on, and then we can have a, a thing where we just discuss yeah. it. And I sit back, I get some popcorn, mute the mic, and I just let him go to work. But uh, yeah, that was um, that was kind of where it went. Yeah, and then you said, from uh, and yeah, the comparison in the end was Reggie Miller, and. Like as a well, I Boston mean, guy, Boston guys don't like indie either. So yeah, just let's just I've got pages upon pages of research. Let's talk about it for a second. All right, NBA careers. Reggie Miller was eighteen three and three. Ray Allen was nineteen four and three. So there's really not that much different comparison there. Mm-hmm. But we didn't take into account playoffs, where Ray Allen was sixteen. We'll say we'll, we'll round up and say four. And two, Reggie was 20, which we'll round up and make that 21 because he was 20.6, yeah. three, and two. Ray Allen made, had 11 appearances in 18 seasons in the, in the playoffs. Reggie mm-hmm. Miller had 15. Uh, Ray Allen had four playoff runs where he scored over 20 points. Reggie had 11. Jeez. Uh, Whilst Ray Allen shot 5.7 three-point attempts a game, Reggie only shot 4.7. Uh, Reggie's a three-time All-NBA, obviously third team. Ray Allen's a two-time All-NBA. He got a second team and a third team. And then what brought up Reggie Miller playing uh, was only a five-time All-Star. And apparently the All-Star selections has something to do with it. Well, I went more into it. Dennis Rodman is a two-time All-Star. Is he not a superstar? Well, I mean, you even you even look at it this way. I was just thought of it just then. 
Mike Conley has zero All-Stars. Sorry, Tim, to do this. Christian Leitner has one. Who are you taking as a better player over their career? I'm taking Mike Conley. Yeah. So, And that's coming from a Duke guy. So, yes. yeah, I think All-Star appearances are, are pointless in the sense because a lot of it is fan-based. Um, yeah. Well, I think I think it's always been fan-based as long as I remember. So, like, I mean, we're talking about Yao Ming getting in there non-stop because of the Chinese fan base. And he was starting ahead of Shaq. So, yeah. I mean, if we're going to go bring in the All-Stars, let's bring in all of it. But no, I, I think I think that doesn't matter. And then when it comes to All-NBA, you've got to look at the talent around him. Like, yeah. like, you know, his whole career up until Jordan left, he had Jordan, he had John Stockton, like he had Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, Clyde Drexler. Like, I'm just going just off the top of my head. He had Mark Price. Mm. Like, he had so many people that he had to challenge for the two, two of the most difficult positions at the time, pretty much always taken by Jordan. So he had a perennial All-NBA first teamer there. So then you are now fighting for two spots every single year with every other shooting guard that's there. Because I think they had, mm. oh no, they had, yeah, they did point guard and two guard, if I remember. I don't think they did just two guards. So I think there was more position base as well. So then, yeah. Yeah, the, the all NBA thing's ridiculous when you're not bringing in the context of who was around him at the time. Automatically, mm. one position's automatically gone. Like, all NBA first team is done. That's, it's a wrap. So, you, Ray, yeah. Ray Allen got out of the first round twice. No, sorry. He got out of the first round once without another all-star on his on his team. I think that was the year he went to the, the second Bucks. round with Seattle. Oh, Seattle? Okay, yeah. yeah. The, the Bucks, he had Glenn Robinson. Oh, yeah, okay. Big dog, yeah. Reggie Miller made the NBA finals without a second all-star on his team, and they came up against the 67-win Lakers of Shaq and Kobe, and they took him to six games. Yeah. But that was ignored, though, wasn't it? Was that, was that ignored? That was ignored, yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. That year, he wasn't the leading scorer on his team, by the way. It was Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose averaged 18.2. Reggie averaged 18.1. But in the finals, Reggie averaged 24 and was uh, was the lead. He led the team in steals and uh, in points. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but, yeah, you can have your opinions. I'm fine with it. But as I've said from the start, if you would just admit that your hatred towards Reggie is because you're a Knicks fan, this can all be let go. Yeah, he's he's because he's holding on it, tight, isn't he? It and he's trying to come at me with, with with Knicks information, which is false. He's trying to tell me that the Knicks hold the lead in playoff series where trust me, Paulie, I've done the research. 24 hours of Reggie Miller research. <laughs> they are three and three in playoffs. You won the first two series. He won the third. You won the fourth. He won the next two. Mm-hmm. So, Pulley. <laughs> One of those was where you guys were the first seed and he was the eighth. And you're trying to claim that as Reggie was a bum. You were the yeah. first seed. Mm. And so, even if you look yeah. at it, like he was out of that second Bulls run. The team that he led, lead and score everything, was the only team to push the Bulls eight to, to seven games. You know, and I, and they even though the Bulls came back in Game Seven, they had a good lead too. 
they potentially could have yeah. knocked off the Bulls. Obviously, they didn't. But like the fact is, they're the only team to push the. Um, uh, the I think the Knicks pushed them once, maybe to seven games. I believe mm. in in like the all six titles. But when the Bulls became good, like I mean, obviously they were good to win the first three, but these the last three were just in, incredible. They yeah. they they were the only team to actually challenge them. So, but yeah, mm. uh, look, yeah, I, I love Paulie. Paulie normally is very level-headed outside i mean he still doesn't have much respect for kobe which that's his thing whatever that's fine but and that's pre pre pre-death that's pre-death so that's not like just now so he's always been like that and yeah but um that's fine i'm I'm okay with that whatever but yeah this one was just like yeah it felt felt a bit personal felt like he was uh, wearing spike lee's clothes and yelling from the sideline at us yeah i i don't get heated very often but that one that one uh that one sent me down a rabbit hole of research. I went on a tangent, uh, article after article, stat after stat, <laughs> video after video, just everything. I had one guy, I had a David Koo. Uh, I've never met David Koo. I don't think I've spoken to him. Shout oh, he's, out he's to a David good guy. Koo he's a good guy, listening. one of my boys. Yep. He, uh, he personally messaged me. He's, he put me in the path of a, uh, of a podcast where uh, they talked about the the difference between Reggie and Ray Allen, which I've, um, I'm going to listen to tomorrow. Uh, so don't think it hasn't been uh, ignored. I am going to listen to it, and it's just going to add more fuel to the fire. <laughs> if you think the argument's done, it's not. I have a lot more information. Like I said, I've forgotten stuff about broking, brokering. I can't even say the name of my job because I've got that much information of of Reggie Miller in my head at the moment. So let's let's move on. Yep. All right. Uh, so let's just say as well that the Pooley com- the Pooley comment was enough for me to forget the uh, forget about the the Latrell Sprewell choke of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it to the New South Wales Blues. Yeah, man. I think, that was meant to be a three zero sweep. I think. I think. I think they are. I their loss is enough for me to uh, to just take Atlanta out of the running for the end of the season, end of the year, choke of the choke of the week, because Oof. that one team game, man. was game. not supposed to lose. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, no, no. It's one game. Like I, I'd like to see them, they, them come back, but that's a choking. If you've mm. ever seen a choking, that team on paper, just Do you, do you know how many New South Wales fans were celebrating before? And I just sat quietly. And you know how many, you know how many posts I put up on Facebook? Nothing. Even after the win. Nothing because I'm not that guy. I no like, talk. I had friends. Oh, we're going to put the pain on you. My brother, he was like, "Oh, going to stomp you guys," and that's interesting coming from him because he's not that type of guy. He like you know, he's but he was very confident. I was like, "Guy." Oh. Then I heard that yeah. Meninga had come back, so I was like, "Oh, this could be good." Meninga and Bennett, and you know they got the win. And really, they could have won by more than that. Um, that margin yeah. in the end because that that last that last um try, I thought. They could have defended a bit better, but in mm. the end, look, got the win, and yeah, that that was. But man, you're putting that above the Falcons. I mean, that's a, that's a lifestyle for them. So, oh well, actually, that makes sense. The, if it's a lifestyle, the Falcons for them, aren't expected to win. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Good point. All right, cool. Yeah, I Falcons. mean, I've got, I've got one of those. Um, guess who said it? So I'll wait till that's finished. I forgot to tell you that. I should have told you that. Ooh. We're very okay, organized yeah, let's, here. Let's do it. Let's 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 talk. All right, so. Yeah, we, this we is definitely either. didn't talk about that prior to the uh, to the show. Let's uh, let's get yep. into it. All right, so this is either 
Um, we will go. This is either um, Rob Parker, Skip mm. Bayless, mm. or Rex Ryan. I just try to find people that have talked against Pinga, mm. and he goes, "It just shows also that the greatest player in the game has a hell of a lot of a bigger impact than the greatest coach in the game." And he's talking about oh. Tom Brady of a Bill Belichick. Oh well. That's uh, oh, that's a good one. So he's he's praising Tom over Belichick. So it's got to be Skip. You reckon? Is it Skip? No, it's Rex. Now I don't. Yeah. So really? Yeah. So he was just saying. I mean, oh. this is and this is where like they came back and said, "Look, man, look at everything that's going on. Like, you cannot. Like, yeah, they're not playing well, but you cannot look at like everything's going wrong there. Everything that could go wrong has gone wrong." And, yeah. and they got players injured. They got COVID tests. They're not getting practices like they were before. The Patriots' offense and defense is extremely detailed, orientated. Um, and so, yeah. And so Rex is saying that. But Rex always likes to take shots at times at, um, at Bill, probably because Rex is, uh, Rex's job is being an analyst and, and Bill's job is be, being a coach. And Rex can't coach at the moment. So I don't know. I just saw that and I just laughed when I saw that. I was like, really, Rex? Yeah. So, but I mean, well, I like Rex. I, mean, I like Rex, though. That's a thing. Well, I mean, it wasn't a dig at Tom Brady, so it couldn't be Rob Parker. Yeah, as soon, Parker as, I, as, soon as I, as soon as I wrote, read that, I was like, oh, no, it's not Parker because he said the greatest player. And I was like, damn it. And then it was enough of a dig at Belichick, Belichick, sorry, that. That's why I kind of leant mm. towards Skip because Skip's never been quiet about his hatred for Bill, for, for Bill Belichick. Yeah, maybe not hatred, but he doesn't he doesn't like him as a coach. He's he's very pro Tom Brady. It was all after that Philly loss when when he when yeah. he benched Butler. That was it. Since then, it's been. But you know, Skip Skip is as irrational as Nick Wright. He, oh. Like you know, like he's he's um. Like he's so irrational. Like he's tough to listen to. Like when I actually watch when Cowboys lose, I listen to Shannon and then I just go to the next video as soon as Skip yeah. starts. And when you're watching the video, you're like, oh wow, it's a 20 minute video. Shannon stops talking yeah. at like four minutes. And you're like, oh God, this is gonna be yeah. 16 Shannon's minutes of quick. just yeah, this is gonna be 16 minutes of just skip going just mental. I'm like, no, nah, I can't listen to it. So no. yeah. Well, my my opinion on, on Skip and Shannon as we wind down here. Uh, they they're so uh, oblivious to that they're both the same person. <laughs> Skip will talk about Tom Brady the way that Shannon will talk about LeBron, mm. and it, and it's so funny that they don't just use their own argument against each other when they talk about it. Man, I would light up Shannon with LeBron. I would just because I know the stats. I'm a numbers dude, but. I would light up Skip with some of the things he says too, because he was there going, "Oh, you know, when Tom Brady didn't shake hands, um, and yeah. then the next game he shook hands, he goes, oh, he's a competitor. He's got that Jordan fire, mate. Did you not watch the last dance where Jordan said it's sportsmanship and you go and shake hands even after losses? Yeah, I said Skip probably doesn't because he wasn't invited to do the last dance, so he's still probably salty about that. Like they had ever yeah, Isaiah 100%. Thomas got on last dance, and Skip didn't. Yeah, and that's so, saying and, something. And Skip was with him all the time because he was a beat writer for him. 
So he's a beat writer for the Bulls. So he's with them all the time and he didn't even get invited on. That's how much Jordan probably dislikes him. And he's notorious for wearing the uh, the, the J1s on yeah. uh, on first take. Uh, yeah, I look. Uh, every, so. Drip, Drip Bayless, he can wear what he wants. He's always wearing the Js. Yeah. Um, Shannon loves to wear Js. I don't know why Jordan keeps giving him shoes. I think Jordan should just cut him off the list. And then, yeah, yeah, let's go from there. So, no, no, but that's it. Yeah. Well, on that note again, uh, Manesh and I are still looking for uh, the special 10th episode where we debate a LeBron fan. Uh, we've got a few people interested. We, we're looking for more. We want to be able to pick you guys out of a hat, whether it's you, whether it's a friend of a friend, whether it's some dude that you just saw on some like random post making stupid facts up himself, just DM him and say, hey, you want to be on a podcast? We will talk to the guy. If you can find, what was his name? Jerry Jerry Told, who uh, oh, yeah. was 100% sure after the, the game one loss to the Lakers that Miami was about to go on a, on a 4-0 sweep. <laughs> if you can find him, he still has not accepted my friend request. So you know, if you can find that guy, bring him on. We want to talk to a LeBron Yak. All right. Someone who lives, breathes, dies by the brawn. Well, okay? And they need to be we able to, they need head to head. They need to be able to have banter. They need to be able to handle that their, their theory is going to get shot out of the freaking sky. So they need to be able to handle it. Cause there's a couple that I know, but they're a bit too sensitive that they wouldn't be able to handle us disagreeing. Mm-hmm. And so they're the ones like, I'm like, ah, uh, you know, because look, statistically it's an easy win for us. Like and and because yeah. I know the stats through and through, easy money, and I can dismantle the LeBron thing with relative ease. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, but by all means, I would love just to come on and have ridiculous chats. So, yeah. feel free. Don't be afraid, guys. You know, I'm, I'm hearing crickets because I'm not hearing much noise. But I mean, you, your boy just won. So yeah, yeah, come and support him. But yeah, yeah that'll be great if we can get someone in. If not, um, I don't know. We'll just get you know. Um, either uh, LeBron Askew, LeBron the Third, or um, yeah, I mean he's the only Laker fan that we know out of our circle of friends. Um, so we'd we'd invite that guy Nate Wright, but he doesn't know much about the Lakers at all. He's um so he doesn't really understand much about them. Um, actually, pretty Another sure he's a shout Clip- out. Yeah, pretty sure he's a Clipper fan at one point, but um, but then they, they then um the Lakers won this year, so now he's a Laker fan. But yeah, um, what's it? It's all good. But yeah, hopefully we guys can get you in uh, for episode tenth episode. What is this now? Sixth. So we've got four this more. This is episode number six. So just remember, guys, we're the number one illogically unbiased podcast in the world. All right, number one in the airwaves. Don't fact check it. Just take my word for it. Hundred okay? percent. Casual fan podcast trending number one worldwide. Illogically unbiased. We want your opinions on our show. Yeah, uh, we're yeah, that good. For... We're that good. We're not even on the Apple Podcast because they don't want to put us on there because they're like, you'll just blow the platform up and you ruin everyone else. So exactly. they're just like, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, exactly. back back. They... <laughs> that's 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 us for another week, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Manesh, it's been a pleasure as always. I'm uh, Timmy Lewis, aka the White COVID Thirteen, and I am. Manesh, aka whatever the hell I was back then, I will just say right now I'm uh, the white. I said the white Jay Williams uh, and the bike, yep. everything. 
Sorry, Jay, but uh, yeah, that's how it is. We're out of here. See you, peeps. See you guys.